It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Updating the tragedy for Brian Robinson Jr. And as well, projecting our 53, our initial 53, because it sure is subject to change. That's next on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Let's roll. Our Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody we welcome you aboard and welcome you in commanders fans to the locked on commanders podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team each and every day we're your daily podcast covering the washington commanders free and available on all platforms including youtube and the new wusa 9 plus app your cbs affiliate in washington dc has a new streaming app that is a game changer local news and sports in the DMV. Download the WUSA 9 Plus app now from your Roku or Amazon Fire TV stick. No matter how you're joining us today and on this episode, we appreciate you and we thank you for making us your first listen and your first view of the day. My co-host is David Harrison. He is uh, still under the weather, hoping the best for him, but normally, David, on top of things for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation and Commander Country, covering the Washington Commanders. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon Eastern time on the Team 980 and always live on the Odyssey app, which, of course, is a free app, and you can listen to uh, the radio show on uh, download, uh, on delay, whatever you want live, and as well, you can listen to the Locked On Commanders podcast, also on the Odyssey app. When we're not here or there, we're on Twitter. David is at dharrison82. I'm at russellmania621. That's russellmania621. And the show is at Locked On, uh, L-O Commanders, L-O Commanders. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten times your money on your entry. It's that simple. First-time users can receive an, a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com and use the promo code LOCKED ON. All right, coming up, who do we have making the initial Commander's 53-man roster, and how does the loss of Brian Robinson affect that? Again, we thank you for making LOC your first listen and or view of the day. All right, here's the latest on Brian Robinson Jr. We did not put out an episode on Sunday night uh, because by the time we had any official reaction uh, from the team, it was very late. Uh, and uh, my schedule did not allow it. I had some things going on. But we've been monitoring the whole situation and trying to update on Twitter, uh, at LO Commanders, of course. You know, and 
I had full coverage of it of, uh, on my radio show. This is the first time that we're able to get a new show out right here on Locked On Commander. So some of this you may know, some of this you might not know. But Robinson confirmed on Monday morning that he indeed did have surgery since the incident. Not exactly known if it was Sunday night, Monday morning. Not also exactly known whether uh, what type of surgery it was, whether it was bullet removal, whether it was wound removal. We just don't know. Uh, it was made immediately clear on Sunday night and again on Monday that the situation and the wounds and the injuries were non-life-threatening. So that was the most important thing. Uh, sad, tragic, awful gun violence. It's it's just all part of it. Carjacking. It sucks. It's awful. But at least you could reasonably breathe safely that Brian Robinson was, again, dealing with non-life-threatening injuries. Of course, we didn't know that way back when with Sean Taylor, uh, how serious the situation was, and we pretty much knew it was serious, I think, from the get-go. Um, that was quickly ruled out, thankfully, and uh, in, in some amazing sort of relief that nobody was really worried based on what what – the information the organization was releasing and what police were basically saying um, to reporters that Brian Robinson was dealing with non-life-threatening injuries. By the time you um, watch or listen to this, Robinson may have already been released from the hospital. Several of his teammates, including Jonathan Allen, said on late Monday morning that that's what they had heard, that's what they were expecting, that's what uh, might be possible. That seems a little bit of a fast turnaround for me, but I'm not a doctor, and uh, nor will I play one on the podcast via our friend Eric Flack of WUSA 9 TV. Uh, you heard us talk about the WUSA 9 Plus app in the open. We love Eric's work. Uh, he does tremendous work. Uh, again, Brian Robinson, according to Flack sources and what he's learned from police, he wrestled the gun away from one of the two teenagers that tried to rob him and apparently carjack him. I don't know if we have confirmation specifically of the carjacking, but uh, basically, robbery, carjacking, maybe a little bit of both, not sure. Uh, before he was shot twice in the leg by the second team, we're not sure if the second team was 15 or 17, because that's what police say the suspects are, 15 and 17, and apparently they fled in a stolen vehicle. At this point, uh, again, we're not sure if that stolen vehicle was – uh, just some innocent, random stolen vehicle because Brian Robinson's vehicle was shown in a video by TMZ and I believe by another local news outlet as having been towed away from the scene. So I don't believe that, of course, is where they fled. Don't know any more about that, uh, but here's what more we do know. Uh, this, according to multiple reporters, Brian Robinson was shot with a Glock 43X uh, that according to the public incident report from the D.C. Police Department via Evan Lambert at Evan Lambert TV. Robinson apparently was accosted, fought back, uh, wrestled again the gun away from one of the suspects while the other accomplice shot him after leaving from the Crab Boss restaurant on, six, on uh, H Street uh, in northeast Washington, D.C., right near the famous Ben's Chili Bowl restaurant, for those of you that know Washington, D.C., and the history of Ben's Chili Bowl. So certainly a very populated area. 
According to Megan Clurity, uh, my colleague over at WTOP News, Megan does a tremendous job. Again, Robinson was shot in the leg and the hip. Uh, Ian Rappaport basically referred to it as the buttocks area, um, you know, maybe, um, you know, again, kind of the hip slash butt area. Not that specifically that matters. And again, ATF was tracing one gun, which it appears that they've identified as a Glock 43X, uh, found at the scene to one of the, uh, to one of the suspects. And I think that's how they came up with the ages. Now, again, we'll have to wait and see. By the time you watch this, we could have arrest. Uh, we don't know. Now, from a football perspective, and yes, there is a football perspective, uh, to this, unfortunately. It doesn't look like Brian Robinson's gonna play anytime soon. Let's start with that. That's not all that important. I mean, he is the starting running back, so it is important. I can't make like, it doesn't matter. It of course matters. But comparatively, most importantly, his health, his safety, his recovery mentally, physically is most important. But it is possible. And again, by the time you watch or listen to this, it could already be done that they put him on the NFI, the non-football injury list, which is similar to the PUP list, but it's used basically to designate uh, athletes and players that suffered injuries or ailments outside of normal NFL activities, which this clearly would fit under, right? Uh, think about it this way. An NFL.com cited these Minka Fitzpatrick's wrist injury, falling off a bike on vacation. That's not football. Jamison Williams and John Mechie. Now, they, these were football, but they were before they came to the NFL. And for Alabama, they both blew out their knees, right? So, again, these are kind of things. Junior Gallette, Trent Williams, think about over the years for the Washington uh, NFL franchise at various different times, right? Now, apparently, uh, according to NFL.com, they can be activated after the team has played its first four regular season games. Now, a player on the NFI list is not automatically entitled to receive his salary, unlike the injured reserve list, right, with a physically unable to perform list. So that is something to keep in mind, but I would have a hard time thinking that the commanders are not going to take care of their their player. Uh, of, of course they are. I mean, it, it's it's – he didn't do anything wrong by all accounts, right? So I really hope they don't try and squeeze money out of him. Uh, you can negotiate between the team and the player for whatever that's important. But again, most importantly, uh, that is probably going to be the designation. Ron alluded to that on Tuesday morning, on Monday morning, I should say. Um, I, that's what I believed was going to be the case anyway. And, again, nobody should expect Brian Robinson to play anytime soon. How how soon, don't know. Ron said there is a chance that he comes back. But you'd probably be expecting, you know, second half of the season, if even that early. So how does Brian Robinson Jr.'s situation affect our 53-man roster projection with roster cuts coming officially by Tuesday at 4 o'clock Eastern time? Well, we are going to get into that, guys, coming up next. But first, we tell you about our friends at prizepicks.com. That's right. If you're looking for fun in a competitive fashion, look no more. You want to introduce your guys? Uh, uh, we want to introduce you guys to our friends and partners at this wonderful company named Prizepicks and prizepicks.com. What's Prize Picks? Well, it's daily fantasy action where you can make entries on Prize Picks that allow you to challenge yourself, your knowledge, uh, and your expertise on player projections that are generated by PrizePicks.com. Here's what you do: you pick between two and five players, and you go more or less on their statistical projection 
for that particular event. For instance, this Thursday night, week one in the college football season is underway. And say you want to go with the new quarterback at Pitt, Keaton Slovis, who transferred over from USC at his new home. Uh, and say you want to go more or less more on the 264.5. Well, you pick more, and boom, away you go. And if he throws for more than uh, 265 yards, you're going to win. Same thing for Tennessee's Hendon Hooker, who puts up a lot of offense in that Josh Heupel-led offense for Tennessee. His number is at 289.5 through the air. You want to choose those two guys, and that's it. You're in. you got to pick between two and five. But you could also take a shot at players for rushing yards, receiving yards, and much more. Again, between two and five players, if they score more or less, and your projections match up, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. You can pick any sport, any sport that's in season, even sports that right now are not in season. You can start taking a look at that. Entrance can be made in less than six. 60 seconds. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. All you have to do is download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com, as we say on your screen, to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. And first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks is going to give you $100. If you just deposit $50, Prize Picks is going to give you $50 by mentioning the promo code LOCKED ON at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, we welcome you back right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Once again, I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for making us your first listen and your first view each and every day. Now make sure you check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview starting August 31st. That's shortly. An eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey NFL Insiders all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Starting August 31st, search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 22 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is time to make our 53-man roster projections. And again, By the time you watch or listen to this, some of these guys might already, quite honestly, be cut. Uh, Hopefully, not too many of them. Nobody's perfect. Uh, And we're just going to do our best using our educated guesses. But, again, there's all sorts of factors that could go in, injuries, situations that we weren't accounting for, like we noted with the Brian Robinson situation. So we're going to do the offense first, and then we'll do the defense. Then we'll give you at least one cut that's already come through uh, as we're recording this and some sad news all before the end of the show. So let's start with quarterbacks. David has Carson Wentz. Go figure. Taylor Heineke and Sam Howell. Again, go figure. Same for me. I have both of those, uh, all three of those guys in terms of making my 53-man roster. Shouldn't be uh, a surprise. A quarterback name to watch out for was released 
uh, by the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Strong out of Nevada. He was a high-priority undrafted free agent. Washington spent a lot of time with him in the pre-draft process. Just the name to keep an eye on because Washington cut their fourth quarterback, Cole Kelly, and they don't have one on the practice squad. Again, this would not be for the act of 53. It would just simply be for the practice squad. Now, so three each. Simple. Running backs. Brian Robinson Jr., our understanding is he has to be carried through on the initial 53 and then put on either IR or the physical, uh, the NFI list. He cannot go on the physically unable to perform list. Either or, he has to be carried through. That's the way the rules have been. I have not seen any update or change to that. That's the way it's being presented by other reporters. So I'm going to assume that's true, meaning Brian Robinson Jr. has to be carried as one of the 53 towards to uh, Tuesday's 4 o'clock Eastern time deadline, and then at some point after that, I'm not sure exactly the timing, but probably Wednesday afternoon Eastern time, Brian Robinson can then be transferred to whatever list. And, again, it likely will be, likely will be the NFI list because the injured reserve list has some weird wonky rules that Washington wants to give flexibility on. All right, so I think we both have Brian Robinson Jr., again, having to be carried through on the initial roster. Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick, obvious. The fourth running back, and it is the same for both David and myself, is Jonathan Williams. That means no Jared Patterson, no Reggie Bonifant. Uh Maybe they can get both of those guys through the practice squad. Maybe they can get one. Uh, I would assume they would go um, Patterson over Bonifant if they have a choice, but they may not have a choice because, again, Patterson might get an opportunity somewhere else. Uh, for wide receivers, David has six total wide receivers and mostly the obvious names that you would expect. Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Cam Sims, Deami Brown, and Dax Milne. Now, Alex Erickson and Marcon Michelle are among the group, Matt Cole as well, off of that list. All three have had moments, uh, but you probably can't take any more than six uh, because of number crunches elsewhere. Now, I have the same, but again, the question becomes is, do they take Alex Erickson over a Dax Milne, or in addition to Dax Milne as a seventh, I don't think they will. I thought Alex Erickson would make the roster at the beginning of camp. He hadn't been impressive enough to me, especially on the kickoff returns. But remember, he does return kicks, he does return punts, and he is a wide receiver, and that's basically three essentially roster spots or jobs or roles for the price of one. So keep that in mind. I wouldn't be shocked if they take seven. I wouldn't do it. Uh, but, you know, maybe they do it, uh, and I'll explain why uh, I might have the opportunity to do that uh, a little bit later on. So, again, those are our wide receivers. Um, now, for tight end, this is where we're going to have a little bit of a disagreement. David has Logan Thomas, John Bates, Cole Turner. We both agree on those three names. I think that's pretty obvious. David has a fourth tight end in Armani Rogers. As of Friday and before the injury, uh, an incident to Brian Robinson, I thought they might be able to carry four tight ends because I thought they might go three running backs or something like that. But now, obviously, again, they have to carry a fourth running back through, at least everything I can reasonably tell, uh, again, because of the weird, wild NFL roster rules. So to me, I don't have them taking 
Armani Rogers. I know he's looked impressive at times, but he's still got some development. He's, remember, just a college quarterback last year. I know they want to keep working with him. Give him a chance. Let him go to the practice squad. Hopefully nobody snatches him up. You can't take everybody, guys. So I'm going with three. David's going with four. As far as the offensive line, David is going with ten. A lot of the predictable names, Charles Leno, Andrew Norwell, Chase Roulier, Trey Turner, Sam Cosby, Cornelius Lucas, Wes Schweitzer, Chris Paul, Sadi Charles, and his 10th is Keith Ismael. I'm going with everyone on David's list, with the exception of Ismael, who I'm going to try and cut, get through to the practice squad, re-sign at that point, uh, which I believe is Wednesday at noon officially, but also with the thought of adding a veteran that gets cut loose for my 10th offensive line. I do ultimately think the number will be 10 uh, on the offensive line, but that might not come until later on. So David has 27 players on offense, which is a lot, quite honestly. Most do no more than 26. I have 25, nine offensive linemen, three tight ends, that's 12, six receivers, that's 18, four running backs, that's 22, and three quarterbacks. So, again, I have 25. David has 27 in terms of the uh, offensive side of the ball. Now, coming up next, we will give you our defensive picks. Plus, a cut has already reportedly happened on Monday afternoon, and tragedy once again hitting the Commander's family. We'll explain all of that and more coming up on the Locked On Commander's podcast. Thanks for being with us. Are you guys one of those people that think it's okay to drive stoned? (laughs) Well, if you are, that's a pretty bad decision. What's the worst that can happen, right? You end up driving below the speed limit. You kind of drift all over the place. It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow down way more when you're high. You're not only going to put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. There's no need for it. You want to talk about a buzzkill? How about killing somebody else? Or killing yourself. Stop kidding yourself. It's okay. Uh, It's not okay. Not okay. Let me be clear. To drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. Let me repeat. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. It is unsafe. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high and get a DUI. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, we continue along with our Commander's 53-man roster projections. And again, some of these guys might get cut in the wash here by the time you're watching and listening. I mean, we have... Uh, no choice but to do this, and obviously, again, some moves can already uh, affect by the time maybe you get to listen or watch this, but hopefully we're pretty close to being right. Nobody's perfect at this. This is an exact science, to say the least. So on the defensive line, 
Uh, remember how heavy David went on the offensive line, but that doesn't really affect him on the defensive line. He's got Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, James Smith-Williams, that's four. Fenarian Mathis, five. Casey Tuhill, six. Daniel Wise, seven. David Botta, interesting. Shaka Tony, that's eight. And Justin Hamilton, nine. That's a total of ten, with the exception for the international player exception, for Botta, so a true nine, but total ten. Interesting. My defensive line group looks like this. David's first seven. However, I'm not going to bring David Botta with me. I'll try and get him through the practice squad again. I don't even know if he can play on the international player exemption. Uh, I'm unclear on that rule, so I don't want to go too far on that, but I believe that to be the case. Uh, he would need to then count. So I'm just going to go with that premise. And David Botta is not good enough, in my opinion, to justify a roster spot. But I am going to go with Chaka Tony. And instead of Justin Hamilton, I'm going to go with F.A. Obata, the extra pass rusher, because this team needs juice. Tony, F.A. Obata, Daniel Wise, making up a second group that can all generate some pass rush when legs get tired and when you need it and when you need to get off the field on third down. So, again, David has a total of 10, a true nine in terms of the roster countage. I have nine but we differ on Justin Hamilton and David Botta, who he's carrying. I'm carrying Shaka Tony uh, as well as he, but also uh, F.A. Obata for a true, for a true nine. Again, my true nine are Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, James Smith-Williams, Fedarian Mathis, Casey Tuhill, Daniel Wise. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, again, plus Shaka Tony and F.A. Obata for my true nine. So, again, we have the – same true number, it's just we did it a little bit differently. As far as linebacker, this is where we both go light, but we both have a difference. Um, Cole Holcomb, Jamin Davis, and David Mayo for David, plus Khalid Hudson. I'm going to go the same first three, Cole, Jamin, Mayo, but I'm going to go Milo Eifler, who was brought here late last year. So we both wind up with four. Possibility that you add to that group with a veteran, we'll see. But Milo Eifler for me and Khalid Hudson for David. At corner, David's going with a total of six, which I think is what most people are going with. Some people have five. Kendall Fuller, William Jackson the third, Benjamin St. Just, Danny Johnson, Christian Holmes, the seventh-round rookie, Corn Elder. I agree with all six of those picks, and I'm, that's the way I'm going to go uh, as well. So six for each one of us. And at safety, now this is where we differ. David's got four. He goes with Cam Curl, Bobby McCain, Derek Forrest, and Percy Butler. I'm going with five, adding to that mix of those four, Jeremy Reeves. I think Jeremy Reeves balled out on Saturday night, had a near interception, had that great run stop on third and two. I think he's good on special teams. I think he's physical. I think this coaching staff likes him. I think he's developed. I'm going to go with Jeremy Reeves, plus I need an extra safety because I play Buffalo Nickel 50-plus-ish percent of the time. So if you use my counting and my accounting, and, and, and maybe I'll be wrong on this, that leaves me with 24 on defense, right, because I have 11 defensive backs, four linebackers, that's 15, and nine off uh, uh, defensive linemen, that's 24. But I only had 25 on offense. So you see what I'm doing here? I only have 49 plus three specialists, which means 52. Now, you might say that's crazy. Why wouldn't you take 53? Uh, listen, I know I'm a little bit different. Taking a shot here. I'm not rewarding, quite honestly, Keith Ismael, who's not good enough 
with a 53-man roster spot just to whack him a day later. To me, I'd just rather take 52 than 53. I'm not saying they're going to do it this way, but if they do it this way, where did you hear it fest? Right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast, David has 27 on offense, 23 on defense, and the exemption for David Botta plus three specialists. So, again, that's his 53. We'll see if these stick. Again, deadline coming up Tuesday at 4. Stephen Parker has already reportedly been released, a young safety. Uh, that first reported by Ben Standing of The Athletic. That is not official, but Ben is always right. All right, Ernie Zampezi passed away on Monday morning. Uh, he is the father of Commander's quarterback coach Ken Zampezi, an offensive innovator who coached with some of the greats, including Joe Jackson. Yeah. Rest in peace, Ernie Zampezi, and our thoughts with Ken Zampezi, the quarterback's coach and the Washington commander, and his family. All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and your first watch of the day. Now make the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast your second listen and view. Find the intellectual fantasy expert. That's Vinny Iron, who brings over 20 years of NFL experience and a unique angle to give you the moves that no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. We'll be back with another episode and reaction to all the cuts on Tuesday's 4 Eastern Time deadline. If you want to hop in, it's 301-615-3577 on the voicemail. Again, 301-615-3577. Or if you want to email, it's LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com. For David Harrison, who, again, is under the weather, we wish him the very best, normally covering the Washington Commanders. For SI.com's Fan Nation and Commander Country, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980 with Pete Medhurst. If you're out and about, please be safe. Be kind to one another. Please stop the gun violence. Don't drive like a maniac, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.